Warning, this podcast contains content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anyone really. Run while you still can, we're the hapless heroes. Well, (laughs) now that I'm deeply uncomfortable. (laughs) Mission accomplished. Hello and welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Tonight at our table, uh, we got a little bit of something special going on, but not too special. We're not really going off onto a side arc. There are no new characters, nothing particularly interesting happening. But we are coming to you on a Tuesday, because Monday evening, uh, Baby Smasher was born. That's right. Congratulations to James and... uh, Little Hoblet. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. Um, Hoblina. And obviously, you know, James is better, much better half. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and because we're recording on a Tuesday, Mike is actually stuck at work because he can't get it off. So we are kind of a skeleton crew tonight, but we have everyone's blessing to continue. Yep. It's going to be a great time. We're going to, you know, have some fun, explore some characters, and, uh, you know, tell you the same story we've been telling you. So, um, we might as well go around the table and introduce our cast. To our right, we have John playing Jarrell. Pleasure to meet you again. To his right, we have Francesco playing Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. And then we have Zach playing Paradell Lincolnwoods. Very low D, it's me. All right, so the story, um, the scene opens on us in uh, on the first floor of uh, the inn. It's a brand new day. It's the next day. Should we do a recap? Yeah, we should probably recap. Um, so uh, our Dauntless crew on, what is on earth is the name of that boat again? Sir Ships-A-Lot. Yeah. It Sir really Ships-A-Lot. was Sir Ships-A-Lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. God, I've. Feel like I was. I'm not sure if you caught the really <laughs> didn't. I'm not sure if you caught the alliteration that I used for the last episode title, but it was Sir Ships a Lot Sail South. Ah, yes, because I because because when you put me in control of those things, that's kind of what happens. Were you yeah. just recalling that as a bad dream, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sometimes it's hard to tell what I think and what actually happened. Right, right. <laughs> it's really for the best, probably. Maybe. But anyway, yes, uh, the intrepid crew of Sir Shipsalot with our crew, plus, uh, let's see, we had. Um, Dorf Dorfson. The dwarf Dorf Dorfson. <laughs> the dwarf Dorf Dorfson. <laughs> the dwarf Dorf Dorfson. There we go. Because you got to D. Spit it out. And. Um, toast. Toast, yes. Wait, hold on. Toast Acre Grundleplinth the third. third. Toastaker Grundle. Or as James would say, Toasty McGriddlefuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although it will change. Several times over the course of James saying it, you know, between know, he's stuff. not he's not here to provide that sort of gritty 
<laughs> commentary, <laughs> and it will be missed. So those yes. two new fellas are our our ship's crew. Yeah, I'm they sh- are the ship's crew. They are currently probably swabbing the decks or something with the bilge. I'm not really a ship person. Hopefully, uh, they're in, still there. In port. And yes, <laughs> hopefully it's still there. Because right? apparently Jarrell's uh, crew, his posse is uh, pretty limited in their in their skills. <laughs> yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. Okay, yeah. manservant is good for holding the giant fan. <laughs> manservant is himself a giant fan. <laughs> of course, everyone who follows Jarrell is a giant fan. There we go. Wow. Now, now, now we're really getting into the groove. Here. The okay, potatoes. so. Getting pulling it back to the recap, um, you got the ship, you got the crew, you made it south to Tamasha here without sinking the ship. Absolutely fantastic! Not a bad maiden voyage, something auspicious or something like that. So you've made it there, and we've started on this hunt for the jewel that is supposed to work with this scrying orb. Still relatively a question mark as to what we're even looking for, right? That is correct. Yes, because it's a, it's a, I mean, the, the first thing we found was a gem and the spell was cast on it, but. At least we have Firks Moldar. <laughs> we do have Firks Moldar and Schoolie. I don't think we ever really covered who Schoolie was. No, nope, never met her. Because Schoolie was away. Yes. Right. So. so. Possibly abducted hey. by unknown sources. <laughs> Probably, but forces. Yeah. If we start introducing aliens into this, well, then again, there's aliens everywhere. Like the Githyanki are aliens, technically. Yeah. So I define guess, aliens. You already opened a gate to another dimension. Like, yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. The, the term alien is very broad, I think, in D and D. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're looking for this gem. You guys, we tried to. Was it? We tried to use locate object, right? Yes, we to did. Find it, and we didn't find. Anything we use it twice. Yeah, it's not and quite clear that it would necessarily even work for me. We didn't true. know that. It's yeah. true, but we don't know that it won't work either. True, but we by, might, yeah. But there was not there was no gem of the sort that we named anywhere within a thousand feet of. What was it? Like the actual the, the bazaar um, and the Omega Project. Yes. So we're gonna have to keep searching. Yep. So that's where we left off. And the story opens the following day. In the end, I'm going to declare this to be a Thursday, regardless of, of what day it is. All right, I'll take it. Yes. It's always a Thursday. It's always a Thursday. If we don't know what day it is, it becomes Thursday. That's right. It's Easy sort of... likes Thursday morning. Yes. <laughs> so it's a Thursday. It's a good working day, except, you know, you're adventurers and don't really work in the traditional sense. Not a bad thing, really. It's probably about, let's call it about nine in the morning. Okay. And uh, you guys awake at the inn, and throughout the morning, you guys make your way downstairs to the common area slash bar slash eating establishment that is the first floor of many inns in this time and place. Mm-hmm. Great. And you notice Jarrell is there. Jarrell, where are your underlings? Uh, well, the squire is standing right next to me. Okay. Manservant can't is nowhere to be found at that point. Manservant is nowhere to be found. And Franz the uh, what the, the soother? Yeah. I don't know. You Franz named him. the yeah. soother. Franz the soother is also out somewhere currently. Out somewhere. Sounds good. So we've got uh, Jarrell, we've got Squire, we've got Felix Fizzlebottom. Yeah. Fresh faced and something else with an F. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to force it. Yep. 
I, I feel like there was another word there, but we're not going to go digging around the language <laughs> for it. Rooting around the English like it's some sort of box of toys. But we also have Paradil. You're also awake. You know it. Notably absent are Hoblet the Smasher and Lord, Captain, Grand Hootenanny, whatever, blah, 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 Quinn Southwind. Whatever. <laughs> sure, I'm sure he'll be very pleased with that introduction. Yeah. Yeah, they're, so they're not there. They're not there. No, they have not come anything? downstairs. Um, I'd like to, well, so I joined they my... Were, they were sharing a room okay. for the evening. Um, well, I'll quickly join my companions wherever they're sitting or, you know, wherever they are right now. Yes. And um, I'll ask them, because I'm assuming I guess I'm the last one to walk down the stairs now. Um, hey, have you seen Quinn or Hoblet? I have not. What would I have? What would I have seen if I tried to check their room? Um. Okay. Y- their room is unlocked. Yeah. They are gone. Hmm. Their things are also gone. Hmm. Not that they don't carry what you know. They pretty much just carry carry whatever they can carry on their back anyway. Okay. okay. Um, Traditional adventuring kit, I suppose it would be. But uh, they and their bags and their clothes are gone. Did uh, Quinn leave a note? I specified Quinn because. Um, Quinn, <laughs> at the very least, made his bed. It okay. doesn't appear to have left a note. Yes. Okay. What kind of um, odd stains Hoblet's, are on Hoblet's bed? <laughs> Hoblet's bed is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the covers are about five feet away from the bed, and it looks like the mattress was attempted to be overturned during the evening. I'm not really sure. It's kind of sitting very askew in the frame. All right. Jarl asks Felix, you've lost half your crew? I don't know. We usually like have a meeting in the dark. It's a whole thing. Like, don't worry about it. We just we usually talk about these things in the dark. In the dark. Um, I'm gonna. I'll walk up to the um, to the barkeep. Um, and be like, oh, good good morning, barkeep. Um, just 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 curious if you've seen um sort of a well put together half elven man and a Are you looking for a date? rough dwarf no 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 i'm just looking for some companions we traveled in with oh I'm looking for companionship oh boy no i'm looking for my party <laughs> my my people the, my the, my my fellow adventurers. hey if you're the sort who wants to party with a well to do half elf i mean more you power seen to you a half elf and a dwarf together in this establishment this morning Gerald turns his head as Felix is yelling at the bartender. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, think like about 7 it. o'clock yeah. in the morning or whatever. I think, what time is it again? Uh, I don't know. I don't have a watch. Hang on a second. Goes back to just behind the bar and starts counting empty bottles. Hmm. It's about 9 o'clock. <laughs> I don't feel as drunk as I should be. <laughs> this isn't okay. Pardon me a moment. And goes to the back, grabs something off the top shelf, takes the cork out of it, and, like, chugs for a good five count. We're not talking, like, five seconds, like a full five Mississippi before he plugs it back up, significantly diminished, and puts it back on the top shelf. Worst bartender. <laughs> That's more like it. Or best. Uh... <laughs> So I'm just going to completely ignore the blatant alcoholism that's being displayed in front of me and just com- just simply ask the guy one more time. Listen, sir. It's early. I'm just trying to find out where my friends are. Have you seen a half-elf and a dwarf exit Ooh, this inn? dwarf. 
Probably should have keyed in on that detail earlier. I, I was trying to say that, and you kept. Yeah, but I wasn't off. trying to listen to you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. it's nine in the morning. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I heard a <laughs> I, I did hear the dwarf make some sort of caterwauling about, I don't know, cod pieces or something. <laughs> cod pieces? Oh, I understand. Maybe. I don't really know. Okay. Let's look. It's bright out, and everything's weird. Can you, can you, you know what? We're just gonna go sit at this table over there. Can you send, um, can you send a barmaid our way just to maybe take some food orders? I, I, I'll leave you alone. That sounds good. But vice versa, if you see a, a comely barmaid, send her my way too. Oh. So I don't know about you and companionship, but I could use a little bit. Oh boy. So I guess we're leaving, fellas, <laughs> without brunch. Well, damn. <laughs> It's really for the best. Felix is in a bit of a sour mood, though, because it is a Thursday and he is missing brunch. Um, but he's like, at this establishment, you really wouldn't have been missing it. <laughs> so he'll... There's something about the um, the high temperature of uh, this desert island that makes goat milk mimosas absolute nightmare. <laughs> well, it's not like I yeah. wanted one. <laughs> What's the smell like in this thing that's maybe emanating from the kitchen? <laughs> it's not horrible. But it's definitely um, burnt. Mm. Okay, yeah, we're out. A little acrid. So, guys, I say yeah. we head to the bazaar. I have a feeling our companions may have gotten a head start, and I think Hoblet must have gotten distracted. Hmm, makes sense. Okay. Daryl nods. All right, where are we headed first in here? Oh, shit, you know what? And um, Quinn has the scrying gem. Yes, he does. That son of a bitch. I'm going to slap him when I see him. That's not his fault. <laughs> it's not his fault. He's working. He has a job, like all of us. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, what do you guys think? Daryl hmm. looked at you. I've never been here before. Oh right, well just follow me. I I I lived here for a while. I mean, I'll be honest with you, the 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 street vendors make an awesome, awesome Griffin and ham salad. That does sound delicious. It really is the pinnacle of street food. Like, this place is like the Mexico City of street food. Hmm. Do they have any, like, or deep-fried griffin wings? I, I, oh, I yeah. feel like I fucked up the analogy, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's good street food here. <laughs> Fuck y'all haters. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe we'll get some brunch there. We'll try to figure out where our friends went, and I'll find. we need to find someone who sells cod pieces. I think I have an idea where Hoblet went. Your dwarf friend is Did... looking for a cot piece? <sighs> <laughs> just kind of like sinks his head down. And just, he's like, you'll come, you, you, if you're with us long enough, I think you'll come to understand some things. Just, I think it's best to just accept that and move on at this point. Hobbit can be, let's say, impulsive. <laughs> I've gathered this. Brash. Incorrigible. He needs... Quinn to help him pick out a cod piece. <laughs> his head again. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I've seen them getting closer lately, and it's and it's bothering me. I feel like Hoblet. Just Wait, kinda, where are you when you're having this conversation? Just like at, probably like at, right, right out front of the inn. We're just kind of right like out front walking. of the inn. It's like, a, okay. it's like a Aaron Sorkin walk and talk. Yes, that's perfect, because from behind you, slurred from the door, is something about, I told you someone was looking for companionship! Oh my god! 
Go away! You have a good habit of making friends, Felix. I have my friends here, okay, but some it's just some of the people here are a little ripe. We'll just say. Um, not everyone here is the sciencey type. So to the market then. Yeah, let's go. So we'll go to the bazaar. To the grand bazaar, which I, I probably covered it a little bit, but this is a big place. This is like five city blocks on each side of open area and just tents and hawkers lined up in, you'd call them rows, and maybe they were originally rows when people started doing this, you know, generations ago, but now it's kind of there all over the place, and it's some sort of strange ersatz maze to get through <laughs> the tents and past all the hawkers and stuff, but the sights and the sounds and the smells are absolutely fantastic. As we're walking, Paradel and Felix turn around and notice that Manservant has appeared behind Jarl with the giant fan again. Where did he get this palm frond? We'll never know. Where does he store it? We won't ask. When but... did he show up? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But... <laughs> I can't imagine he's that quiet when he lurches around. He really is stealthy for a big guy. He yeah. sidles. He sidles. There we go. That's a good word. That's quality English there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I figure we'll find somewhere, just, like, grab some food, whatever. It's probably better out here. Yeah. And then let's let's search for someone selling fine cod pieces. The food is infinitely better here. So the sights are almost a little bit jarring because nobody just has, like, tan-colored stuff or anything like that. It is colors all over this bitch. Hmm. Like, nobody's got a tent in less than three colors. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. They're all kind of jammed up against each other. There's lots of little alleyways and stuff like that going on. It's obviously really loud with hawkers trying to hawk over the other hawkers, trying to out-hawk each other. Right. Sandstone buildings, like, yeah. Yeah. Right. A little bit of sandstone buildings, a little bit of, you hear a faint doo 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 in the background, so. <laughs> so there's a storm coming, too. Yes, there is. <laughs> a sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it is. And that's coming off from somewhere towards the right. I'm going to see if I can get the rights to... Um, so there's a... Okay, there's a YouTube video of a dude playing Darude Sandstorm uh, on a toy trumpet, and it's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. It seems like enough of that's a derivative work where you might be able to use that. But you do hear a sound quite a bit like Sandstorm played on maybe a toy trumpet or something. A pan it's, flute? Maybe. It's coming from somewhere off to the right. Um... The smells in this place are absolutely fantastic. A lot of that's coming somewhere off to your left. A lot of, like, I would say delicately spiced, but no, they're bludgeoning this thing with all the spices they can get, and it's Ooh, delightful. Mm. Nice. Whatever it is, holy crap. Um, in fact, since no one mentioned eating anything yet today, everybody make a constitution check. Hey, okay. Twenty, Nat twenty. Okay. Well, you're you're feeling all right. How how are you doing, Jarrell? Ten. Ten. And uh, Paradell. Twelve. All right, Jarrell, you're fucking hungry. Always. Yeah, but I mean, even relative yeah. to always, you're fucking hungry right now. Something about that spoke to you, all and right. spoke to the fact that you have not eaten anything yet today, which 
to your credit, you didn't really want to eat anything back at the end. I'm glad this is a new kind of constitution check for us. I was like, all right, who's vomiting? No, nobody's <laughs> vomiting. I've just been trying to... Typically, <laughs> what we it, it felt like a good way to judge who's really goddamn hungry right now. Right. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, I mean, we're still all going to so eat. There we yeah. are. So off to the right, you've got something that sounds like Toy Trumpet Sandstorm. Off to the, you know, forward left, you've got the delightful <laughs> smells of food. And that is really speaking to you. And says, there we are, sort of at the, um, let's say, the west side of the bazaar. All right, so we're going to grab a bite to eat. And... Or at least Jarrell is. Yeah. I still will, too. I love the food out here. All and right. then just after we scarf it down, I'm going to start scanning this row. Because it's been a while since I've been here, so some of the vendors have probably changed. And the layout's probably changed a little bit. Yeah, not even probably. It's almost unrecognizable, even a few years later. Right. So I'm just going to kind of scan some of the tents for someone selling, you know, armor, specifically cod pieces, and just kind of see if anyone's got, uh, if, I, if, I could, if I could spot anything, I'll give you a perception, I guess. All right. Oh, wow. Nine. Yeah, actually just 19. Okay. Zero for my perception. So you're rocking a 19, and you're looking for someone who sells cod pieces. That is correct. Fine cod pieces. Fine cod pieces. Because I know Hoblet. All right. There's not much for a directory around here. And um, so what have you done so far? You're still sort of at the western entrance here. Um, have you gone off towards the food direction, or are you still just sort of at we're the at western the, We're entrance? at the food place now. Oh, so we've gone to the food place. So um, We've scarfed it down. All right. So I, I need to get a little bit caught up here. So you've gone to the food place, and that is, I mean, that's that's a little ways away. That's, you know, it would be like a couple of blocks. And it's almost oh, it. taken you a half hour to wind and weave through this through these uh, sort of narrow stalls and stuff. People are trying so hard to sell you carpets because you know how badly you need a carpet. Um, someone is... Are they magic carpets? Hold on a second. Are they magic carpets? Yes, but not the kind of magic carpet you want. It's more of a self-cleaning thing. None of them fly. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. This is no, but nobody can really just get behind the old stereotypes anymore. It's a new age, and it's absolutely killing us. It's boring. It really is. I'm bored it with these self-cleaning carpets. Really, truly is. So, um, Jarrell is just seemingly almost hightailing it towards the food because you he's are. pretty hungry. Behind at this point. you, uh, there's there's a little bit of a vocal ruckus going on behind you. More food. We didn't eat yet. We're yeah, still no, we're still, we're still yeah, think, okay, getting okay. to we're, the food. We're, we're kind of oh, okay. retconning yeah. a little bit because, like, I, th I think I was kind of saying some of this stuff while Dave was taking notes. So, like, I yeah, yeah, and I do want, I did want to flush this out a little bit. All these kind of little things in here because I think sure, it'll sure. be fun. That's perfect. So, okay. um, so as yeah, we're on our way to yeah, the food place, um, yeah. you notice there's a little bit of a vocal ruckus going on behind you, Jarrell. Jarrell turns his head. Um, a um, a very gaudily dressed man is trying his absolute hardest at the top of his lungs to sell manservant a new palm frond. It's not noticeably any different from manservant's current palm frond. I'm going to assume that manservant is quite stoic through this, but he's your character, so what is he doing through this? Jarrell just... Or manservant's just keeping up with Jarrell. Real, uh, not so even feeling... And this guy is right on manservant's heels. You've made it, like, past about five stalls already. He is still going full bore. Gerald looks back at you two. Do you have any response to this? We're kind of, I mean, because you're booking into the food. So like, you guys are like we're, looking we're at stuff. We're maintaining a brisk pace. 
But like I'm scanning the stalls, so like I could give a shit. Gerald keeps going. He he pays no mind to how annoying this must be to manservant, but as of right now, he isn't being bothered by I'm it. I'm gonna roll a perception check to see if I actually notice this. Uh, that, that sounds good, yeah. <laughs> Natural one. Natural one. No, you are you are completely oblivious to it. But honestly, if you if you read Manservant's face, Manservant is pretty oblivious to it too. And it takes another eight stalls or so that you're weaving your way past through this throng of people before um it's not even like the guy gives up. You just kinda lose him. So is now Jarl's gonna look behind him again to make sure that Felix and Paradiddle are still Within eyesight, they're they're doing their best at keeping up, but remember, you're you are no, you're a half elf, so you're a full sized half elf at about six foot tall. You can you know you're you're a good at least half a head, if not head and shoulders above the majority of this crowd out here. Your friends don't have that luxury, being that they're about <laughs> three feet tall. And are really having to weave through legs like tree trunks. Oh, yeah, not even three feet tall. I'm like 211. Yeah. Daryl's so, going to recognize that he's being a little rude to his new friends and slow it down a little bit. Okay, slow it down. Are short. <laughs> it's, just make me a quick perception check. Sure. Yeah. 20. That's 20. Yeah. So you can't specifically see them, but you're doing a great job tracking them by the gaps in the crowd where they're supposed to be. I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job at keeping up. I'm pretty agile. Yeah. Pretty athletic. Yeah. So you've got a good beat on where they are. Like, it's a killer perception move trying to sense, you know, two-foot people who are trailing behind you in a crowd that's just nuts to butts. Right. Jarl waits for Felix to catch up and asks, Where's the best food around here? It all smells delicious. Follow your nose. Good it advice. always knows. <laughs> the flavor of death. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have that song stuck in my head the rest of the night now too. It's gonna be great. You're welcome. Anytime. So what's going on is it's it, it it's it's some humans there and they're definitely uh they're dark haired, they got some beards going on and they are just like shaving meat off of yes. these like sil- like vertical like spinning cylinders of meat. And it is delicately seasoned and it smells Literally like you would think, um... Shawarm Magical. Shawarm Magical. That's the name of the stall. That's the name of the stall. Yes, it is. I mean... So, Jarrell... God damn it! I'm updating my map here. It's brilliant. Strong work, friend. Right. Yes, I was going to say something about that's exactly what you imagine the food would smell like in the realm of whatever deity uh, you have. But no, it's Shawarm Magical now. Valon. Valen. Yes, it is Valen. Dear God, you'd think I would be able to keep up on fucking Valen. It's not exactly part of the freaking uh, She's the one god that the humans, at least, believe in at this point. Yeah. Any uh, aspiring restaurateurs out there get at me for, for naming rights? I mean, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> so you're kind of in um, the North Central Bazaar at this point, just sort of gauging by... Um, um, and you can see it from here. You couldn't see it as well from the west, but from here, do, almost directly to the south, at the south end there, is a clock tower. Okay. The clock tower reads 10 a.m. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just taken a while to push through this damn crowd and, you know, to try to lose a palm frond salesman. Right. 
but you are dining at the Shawar Magical, and it really does live up to its name. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So you've eaten, and um, along the way, you, uh, Felix, since you've been on the lookout, you have noticed a distinct lack of codpiece salesmen. Hmm. You'd expect to at least run into, at least one. you know, the bargain basement cod salesman. Right? Codpiece salesman. <laughs> well, and we're only on, I mean, so from the, we were on the western end of the yes. market before. Where are we now with the food? You're now, um, I would say north central. North central. Yes. I mean, it's a large market. It's like, it's, it's, it's the world bazaar. Yes. The grand bazaar, excuse me. It's a grand bazaar. So like. It's, there's a lot of vendors here, so I mean, I, I want to keep looking. Yeah. Um, are we still at the food stand? Are we still at Shawar Magical? Yes, you are at Shawar Magical and full and happy. Yeah, um, it's full. It's happy. It, it, it's pretty nice. I'm gonna ask. Uh, I'm gonna ask the uh, the proprietor uh, where where we can head to find some uh, some high end codpiece manufacturers. There's that intelligence score doing its job. I'll say, hey. Um, let me ask you, where where can a guy find some some fine cod pieces? Friend, that is without a doubt the strangest thing I have ever been asked. Well, if you knew, if you knew who I was looking for, this wouldn't be the strangest thing you'd hear. What would be? Uh, it's best that we don't get into that. <laughs> That's. I agree. This is probably for best. <laughs> By the way, your shawarma was magical. Isn't it, though? His face lights up. <laughs> That's Felix's thing. Flattery is the way he gets things what he wants. Oh, so he's yeah. always, you know, flatterizing. Putting some butter on that shawarma. I do not know for sure, but the strange people and the strange things are generally in, how we say, uh, South Bazaar. South Bazaar. Yes. Yes, South Bazaar. I think I remember that. Okay. Thank you, good sir. Well, what is your name, by the way? You guys do this to me all the fucking time. <laughs> so here you go, Dave. What's his name? My name is Javad. Javad? Javad. Javad, a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you really need to come up north sometime and, 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 and sell your food. It would be a big hit. I will consider this. Well, sounds good. Have a great day. Sounds pretty will, appropriate. But only if you do too. And he makes some sort of strange gesture, you know, like touches his chest, touches his head, waggles his hand in the air. As I'm going to attempt to imitate that. All right. Um, <laughs> performance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the second one tonight. <laughs> Right. It all goes great at the chest level, and you accidentally smack yourself in the head. Oh. Uh, I'm going to pretend like I meant to do that, and I do some sort of awkward walk-away thing. As long as I did, I'm glad I didn't offend the guy, like, or like, you know, like flip him off in his, in his like, you know, right. customer. No, no, it didn't. You just kind of looked like an ass, and now your retreat is um, awkward. Yeah, it's <laughs> awkward. At least you didn't get any uh, bludgeoning damage. Right? No, we're not. We're not going there. I'm not going to make you try to role play a concussion through the rest of the session because <laughs> if I'd have thought of that before I said that, maybe. But no. <laughs> In our last campaign, that would have flown. Oh, that would have absolutely flown. Yeah. 
Paradell doesn't even try to attempt to uh, imitate this saloon. He just sort of shrugs his eyebrows and gives like a half-assed wave. All right. All right, cool. Jarrell salutes with his medal, says thank you. And with a hearty clang, Jarrell sets out on his next adventure in the bazaar. Seems pretty appropriate that we're uh, heading down south for the cod pieces. Hey, Isn't it though? Hey, that's great. I like that. Isn't it? <laughs> All right. So it probably takes us a while, but we make it to the south. I'm gonna. If nothing else happens, I'd like to scan that area now, like proceed. Okay. As we make it south, I mean, we go from selling foods to people selling other stuff. I think uh, someone was selling honey, but you kind of made it past there pretty quick. Um, uh, obviously, the rugs. Oh, dear God, the rugs and the other decorations. People are trying so hard to sell rugs. And you're not having it because where the shit would you guys even put one? On a boat? That's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so we make it south, and there eventually is a ramshackle tent called with a sign out front and maybe it's just a trick of the light but it looks like the sea is backwards mm, it great. says Codmart <laughs> <laughs> this has to be it this or maybe gotta be the place. <laughs> Wait, not it's not Codsco no. Oh. <laughs> we're we're going full bore on the puns tonight. Oh yeah. <laughs> and no one can stop it. Like we took the English language and we just dredged it for the corniest stuff and we're giving it to you with both barrels. Katie's not even here tonight, but I can hear her groaning. <laughs> every time I make shitty puns, like it's just I get I get I get uh, I get the heaviest eye roll in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, you might want to let her only listen to this one a few minutes at a time. Otherwise, yeah. they may get stuck in the back of her head. Um, ration that shit out. So is it? Is this This is still a tent, though, right? Cod's, uh, Codsmart? Codmart is, yes. Is it Codsmart or Codmart? Codmart. Codmart. And it is a tent by the loosest possible definitions of the word tent. Mm. And is. Okay. Jarrell looks kind of sideways at it, notices that like one side is Your sideways look is almost enough to knock one of the poles out. Okay, is there anybody in here? Um, definitely smells like someone's in there. Jarrell's kind of keeping it in Kind of like leather that's been exposed to the elements a little bit too much. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or okay. a wet dog. I don't know. We've smelled dead bodies. Or a before, wet dog so wearing like... a cod piece. I don't know. Um, is, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm going to use press press the digitation to make like a little like a bell ringing sound, like I'm like ringing like a like like the little bell hop bell. You know what I'm saying? This is where my instinct tells me to make a ding noise, but I don't have to because I know you're gonna edit one in later. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be appropriate there, yeah. and pr- a pretty easy stock thing. And that's all part of a hold, or something. Or maybe it's banter. doesn't matter. So you enter the tent. Unfortunately, I can't transmit the very obvious air quotes around tent over the airwaves, but I assure you, they're heavy dear air listeners, quotes, folks. they're there. Yeah, heavy air quotes. <laughs> so, turns out the smell actually is a wet dog wearing a cod piece. <laughs> As a muzzle. Okay, this is probably oh, going to be a question that I don't think anyone in 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure no one in the history of D&D has asked this question. But is the codpiece fitted to the dog properly? Well, he's wearing it as a muzzle, so... Oh. Yes? <laughs> well, then is it really a codpiece? Um, I don't know. That that really depends. Is something defined by its design intent or by its current use? <laughs> we'll leave such questions up for debate. Like, if I'm if I'm pounding in a nail with a screwdriver, is it really a screwdriver or has it become a hammer? Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. We're move we're I'm gonna move on before we go way too far down that rabbit hole. Alright, so enough philosophical questions, but here we are <laughs> in this place. And the dog is there, and um, he sees you and kind of makes his way on towards the back, making some sort of growly, yippy noise that's ever so slightly muffled by whatever that is he is wearing on his face. Strange custom leather goods. Did not expect the dog. <laughs> yeah, I didn't until uh, until I started just speaking it out. Right, cool. We're really doing some writing on the fly here. Um, Aren't we always though? Yeah, we really are. We've literally boiled down. This is like an aside for the audience, but like we, I think we we started this by writing a lot. We've gotten to the point where like maybe we have a bullet point list at this point. Yeah. Of like plot points. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I know exactly what I'm doing with the arch here, See? and I know where the overall arch is going, and I'm letting it sit as this loose framework because I really want the party to drive because I'm trying, I mean, almost neurotically so, not to tunnel this damn thing. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. And because whatever I do, Hoblet's just going to fuck it up and take us somewhere interesting anyway. That's right, and he's not here to fuck it up, so let's make the best of it. Yes. So here we are, and a dwarf comes out of the back. His hair and beard are kind of matted, mm -hmm. like like he's one of those really weird uh, creature people with that single dreadlock sort of yeah. thing going on. Completely understand. Yeah. A Twi'lek dwarf? Is that what we're looking at? <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you could become a Twi'lek by never showering. <laughs> Gross. The hell do you want? Um, are you, would you, sir, happen to be a manufacturer of fine cod pieces? He looks left. He looks right. He looks left again. Depends on who's asking. <laughs> what your definition of fine is. <laughs> ah, but you are the owner of this establishment, correct? I'm the owner of this establishment. I extend my hand and say, Felix Fizzlebottom. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Rolf. He reaches out, shakes your hand. It's slimy. Oh, gross. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, uh, and I, I, I'm like, like, I pull out like a kerchief. Like from what my, does that my mean? My back pocket. <laughs> and I'm just like wiping my hand off a little bit. And, you know, just going to, I'm going to shake it off a little bit and then realize, ah, fuck it. And then just throw the, the kerchief away. And then Not putting um, that back. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to say, have you, perchance today, seen a dwarf of roughly your composure, just more heavily armored, and a half-elf strolling along together? I can not only say that I've never seen that today, 
but I've probably never seen that sort of thing in my entire life. An elf and a dwarf hanging out with each other? Half elf. Half elf. Yeah, one drop. Okay, well, um... <laughs> my, my point stands, darn it. Really? Is this the sort of thing you see on a day-to-day -day basis? They're generally trying to either kill each other or out-prissy each other. Or one's trying to do one and one's trying to do the other. Or whatever. Something about, they get along with oil and water. Or me and hygiene. Right. It doesn't happen. Yeah, I can... I like can, ever. I can tell. I mean, but listen, you know, you have a very unique smell. You have a very unique smell, sir. <laughs> Whoa. Um, that came out of nowhere. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't try to church it up. Stink! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really stink. But look, um, I mean, find your thing and go with it, man. Yeah, well, I'm gonna tell you right now, I haven't found my thing that I'm looking for, so we're just gonna well go. Interesting, you talk about things. I am a proprietor of things that go over your thing. Right. Yeah, but you're not that. You're not the proprietor of pelvic plates that we need right mm. now. Yeah, you do seem to be those prissy people. There go my nipples again. <laughs> yeah, we're prissy people. Yeah, you're, um, you're going to want to go west a little ways. West a little ways. Yeah, just that's like that. That's perfect. Yeah, well, um, it was a pleasure. Gerald kind of mumbles, thank you for the directions, and starts to walk out. Yeah, let's just go. Let's go let's quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. <laughs> yeah, whatever, you prissy bitches. Get the hell on out of here. Oh, okay. out of there five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to head west-ish. In this yeah. southern end. Okay. So you're headed west. Behind you a little ways is you kind of hear that doo 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 doo, -doo thing going on. So that's, you know, that's... Uh -huh. Still. Still happening. Yeah, you're at the south. That's off to your west a little ways. And you're heading... Um, yes, you guys are headed also west. And I have to update my map because I said something wrong earlier. West. And now I'm committed. So yes, you guys do head to the west. And how I was saying that uh, doo, doo doo was behind you—that was a trick of echoes. It is actually off towards your, um, like, ahead of you towards your right a little bit. Way to find a creative way to retcon that. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna roll for investigation just to see what I what I can dig up just through my. Uh... My own investigatory skills. Your investigatory skills. Yes. yes. Okay. That's a... Uh, that's a six. That's a six. Um, it's a lot of weird tchotchkes and knickknacks down here. The quality is getting better as you go along. It's almost like 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 things kind of group together like all the weirdness is at the south but you get more quality weirdness towards the southwest and that's really where you're heading um and there's the shops here now have like different tchotchkes and stuff it's almost like um smaller magical devices or pseudo magical devices or at least stuff that new age folks would try to convince you are magical devices you know it depends on your opinion of the provenance of healing crystals out there of any, um... curiosity sorry i don't even mean to interrupt you um is there anything that i've noticed that would be useful for a warlock such as myself as a matter of fact there there is but it doesn't seem yet like this is anything special over what you have like there are a few different kinds of focuses here mm -hmm. but they're all pretty bog standard okay just curious yeah 
Like you might be able to find one that's prettier, but it's not going to give you any more function. At no, this that's point. fair. I just, I just, you know. No, it's worth looking out, and yeah. you may want to take another look out as we get further along. Right. Trying because... to uh, trying to upgrade. I don't have as much gold as everybody else, but like I'm trying yeah. to like get Felix up to speed with some some of that magical good good. Yeah. So we're weird, and as you guys are kind of moving through, you know, you still occasionally hear the toy trumpet um, mm-hmm. over the din of the crowd. Um, as you get as you get further along, there are some more nice tents, and there there is a very nice one, and it is in the exact furthest southwest corner of this uh, bizarre clearing here. Okay. So, yes, we come up on a very nice, quite colorful, well-apportioned tent in the extreme southwest corner of the bazaar. It's back up against a couple of buildings. The sign out front. Yeah, we'll go with it. Sign out front does say Codsco. Thank you. <laughs> and underneath a small sign, Codsmith McTrouserflogen, proprietor. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, shout out to Sean B., our very first Patreon sponsor. That's the NPC name that he submitted. <laughs> to repeat, that was Codsmith. Codsmith. It wasn't Von Trouserflogen. No, it was McTrouserflogen. Cod- Codsmith McTrouserflogen. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> that's a gift that keeps on giving that's I right. like this name alright so I guess we'll we'll enter and look for enter Mr. the domain Mr. of McTrouser. the Codsmith that's right look for Mr. look for Mr. McTrouserflogging yes and as you enter it's definitely uh, not the same kind of uh, fragrant as the Codmart mm. it does not smell like wet dog that's nor does it smell like abused leather it does smell like leather because I mean it's it's a codpiece gallery you right. wanted but but you know well oiled well taken care of it's that good leather smell that's yes right. that's right it is exactly the good leather smell that good good that good good <laughs> well I don't know if we're selling that good good here I think they sell that um, <laughs> probably in the southeast corner so you do walk in and a short but not quite gnome short uh, halfling uh, walks up <laughs> Why, good afternoon and salutations. Uh, I, I, are you Codsmith McTrouserflogging? The one and only. Ah, Felix Fizzlebottom. A pleasure. Felix Fizzlebottom. What a felicitous occasion, Felix Fizzlebottom. Oh, yes, felicitous indeed. Quite. Tell me, my good friend. Have you seen a dwarf and a half-elf traveling together, passing through this establishment, perhaps even perusing your fine... Pelvic pleasures. Pleasures. Well, <laughs> I <won't>, <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't comment who gets to browse my pelvic pleasures because I'm a gentleman. But um, really, a half elf and a dwarf—that sounds like the setup to a bad joke. No, I mean I'm 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 completely serious. They're friends of ours. They seem to be friends themselves. Okay, now I know it's a setup to a bad joke. No, I'm t- I'm telling you the god honest truth. <laughs> Uh, but I just, I, I, I did see them. You did? Yes. Um, did you see where they went? Are they still here? Unfortunately, they're not still here. They did a little bit of shopping in the area. The dwarf did get himself something quite nice. It's one of my nicer pieces. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, did you, did you happen to, did they, did you overhear them? Or did they mention where they were going? Or? Well, they did quite a bit of bickering. Uh, you that, you, you that are sounds... sure that they're friends, right? Yeah, that's 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 about par for the course for them. 
Whatever par for the they course are. means. Tell ya. That half elf was a little conflicted about being here. Was he half really? Half of them didn't seem to want to be here. The other half seemed fascinated. It's weird how I can have that effect on people. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yes, they did come, they did do a little bit of shopping, and they headed out just to the north of here. Okay. Um, did they mention what they were doing besides perusing your fine cod pieces? They were looking for something. Ah, uh, so they started without us. Okay. Or somebody. Mm. Did they I mention? have to tell. Okay. Not a problem. Um, we'll find them. I think I, they just seem to have gotten a head start without us, fellas, so. This is a fine shop, by the way. You're a, you're a perfect proprietor of pubic protectors. Hey! <laughs> Why, I thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, are you guys in the, in the market for any uh, wares? Uh, maybe not today, but we'll be here for a little while. So maybe before we leave. It's a shame. We'll have to get you guys measured up later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> later. <laughs> He's, like, raising his eyebrows at it. Like, yeah, suggestively. You're right. No, like, I, I, I understand. Um, listen. Not just wagging, but waggling. Waggling. <laughs> like, um, God, what, what's the... Eric Estrada. Oh, man. That's oh, a man. firm waggle. That's a... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> now that I'm deeply uncomfortable... <laughs> Mission accomplished. He, he has not stopped waggling yet. <laughs> no, he really hasn't. It's like they're almost stuck in a, that pattern. I, 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 yeah, I, I want to get the hell out of here. Cosmic the trouser flock and was here to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to keep going on this wild goose chase for our companions. They obviously thought that they just could do this by themselves. So why don't we have our own investigation? All right. Or, I mean, unless you want to look for them. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you guys. I think, I think this trail is cold. Fair enough. Well, it seems like Hobbit got what he wanted, so we'll, we'll find them, I guess. Well, shoot. Now what do we do? I don't know. Let's take a look around. We're in the, the world-famous Tamasha here. Uh, Grand Bazaar. Wait, wait. We're in the world-famous Tamasha. Oh, wait. How, what, Tamasha is it here. Tamash Ahir? Or Tamash, is it Tamasha here? Tamash Ahir. Okay. Daryl's mentioned that. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> Daryl steps up and says, Well, Felix, you do know your way around here, it seems. We're looking for a gem, you say. Should we start at a jeweler? Where should we begin our search for this item? Well, also, we could be looking for someone in maybe a darker trade. Right. And we don't even know if the person wearing this thing is or is not aware. We've we kind of debated about that a little bit. Right. That'd be hard to not be aware. From what Ferks was suggesting. Yeah, I mean it's pretty powerful magic. So, if the person does know about it, I'm sure they'd be doing a good job of trying to conceal that too. So, I'm kind of at an impasse mentally. I mean, we could try. To, we technically don't even know if it's a gem. We just, we, we know it's with somebody. So yeah. far because of the gem we have. Right. Does Slim Shady have the ability to, um, like, detect uh, any sort of magical things? No. Okay. I still can. Do you have detect magic? Yes. Do you have it prepared? Yes. I mean, that'll detect, what is it? What's the radius on that? Only 30 feet. Okay. 
I mean, it it stays active for a while, right? Like it's like how long does it last? Ten minutes. About ten minutes. I mean, we could just walk around with like essentially your magic radar on, and but then again, like I mean, because like okay, so this world is like moderately magical. There's not a lot of like crazy magic around. I mean, you get to at least know the which object is magical, what school of magic it is, but like. I'm afraid we might get like, like I'm afraid. I'm afraid we, oh my god, I'm afraid we might get like like sensory or information overload. You know what I'm saying? Depending, especially in the bazaar. Yeah. I mean, that's where we saw the person walking around. So is Felix was here in the bazaar? Recommending to Jarrell that he use his spell. And yes, we just but continue to walk for just 10 minutes. Proceed with caution because you're probably going to get a lot of information. Or you, I mean, you may not. And if you yeah. don't, great. You know, if, if the area we're in is not very magical and, like, one little thing is sticking out, maybe that's our guy. You know what I'm saying? So, it's worth a shot. Gerald nods. Okay. Um, Dave, what, what are most of these, um, are most of these uh, stations or things covered? Um, yeah. Just Shops. about everywhere has a tent or tarp something over the top of it. Because the sun here, especially midday, okay. gets full-on oppressive. So it wouldn't uh, really benefit from like a bird, uh, a pseudo dragon's eye view. <laughs> no, because there's right exactly. I mean, I could probably she could probably like weave her way through the stalls easier. But so Jarrell's going to use his spell to detect magic while we're wandering, kind of looking. Jarrell's going to mention: Have there been any rumors of undead this far south? I have heard of none. Would he have heard of none? Of uh, rumors of the undead? Here in Tamashahir. Oh, no. Right, I was going to say, they had to have to cross the entire sea. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. They they probably wouldn't make it across the water. Right. Again, like recommending to Felix, like he might know better from this area where there might be some, if there if there ever were or anything no, like that. No, I mean, that. unless like someone was doing some really funky things with some really powerful magic, I, you know, I haven't really heard of anything out here. So we're just wandering towards the center of town again, like back to the the um, main market area. Well, leaving the Codsco, the the bell tower at the south begins to toll 11 times. If you were an idiot, you'd almost think it was the afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, if you were an idiot. If I were an idiot. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yep. Um, so I feel like that's like Barack Obama saying thanks, Obama. Like now we can't even <laughs> now we can't joke about it anymore. Checkmate, bitches. <laughs> Anyways, so yes. Um, so the clock tower has begun to toll eleven times. I'm just assuming we go on the same time system as we do uh, in the real world because that would just fuck my shit let's, up. If let's, I yeah, let's not continue to complicate. <laughs> this yeah. any further no so just like we have thursday yeah and not like thirdos <laughs> you know <laughs> Thank you or some that. ridiculous fantasy thing yeah we're not that kind of podcast right so that's happening just as you're leaving the tent everything kind of gets quiet for a while while the bell tolls i don't know if people are doing it out of respect or most of them are pulling their fingers out and trying to count to figure out what time it is Look, this isn't the most literate society. It's literate, but not super literate. Yeah. So how much magic do I detect as we're walking? 
Um, where are you walking? Yeah, which direction are we I want to walk towards the bell tower. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you're kind of headed back the way you came. Back towards Codmart. Yeah, that's fine. I just, Which I, is, I feel like you wouldn't be, I mean, I know you're probably doing that for a joke, but like, you know, the whole Chekhov's gun thing, right? You know, there's a bell tower. Yeah. We should well, walk towards the bell, the bell tower. The bell tower is there, and Codmart is pretty much right at the base of it. We're going back where we came anyway. Right. Um, that's, that's, that's fine. What are we, what are we detecting? Yeah, what do I detect? Um, In we're, the, we're, how much? We're gonna... detecting mostly foul odors. No magic at all? No magic at all here. Hmm. Okay. Um, is the bell tower like? Are we near the bell tower, or is you that more are of a now walk? right at the base of it? If you you could look up and you can still kind of make out, you know, the face, but it is kind of way up and almost directly looming over the top of you, about 150 feet. Hmm. Are there oh, any? So be out of range does of it look like there's any? entrance or anything um well what part of the bell tower are you looking at just around around the base of the tower around the base of the tower yeah um there are a few uh, wooden doors but it looks like they're uh barred okay you know what is your range on slim shady your suited dragon um i think it's 100 feet okay now i need to say something really quick sure i feel like we're a bunch of idiots because we didn't take the orb with us Right. Yeah, sure, we can communicate with Zero, but it'd be really nice to see whatever is going on with whoever's right. holding this thing. I was kind of surprised that we didn't. I'm a little upset with myself. <laughs> because none, none of us thought to do that at all. We left it with Zero. At this point, Jarrell's just kind of looking around. Can I do a perception check? Of just like, Absolutely. What's... So it's six. Six. You don't really see too much... Um... You can look up, you can see the hands of the clock tower, um, not a lot going on up there, um, it's stopped tolling at this point, you can only bong for so long. I just don't want to wander aimlessly, I feel like that's just gonna, that's so counterintuitive. Daryl looks at Felix, do we think that maybe Felix has found anything yet? How long would it take him? I think we should, I think we should just investigate this clock tower some more. Hey, what kind of investigation are you looking to do? Um, are there any like like sort of like portholes or things like that? Like you know, like those like uh, is that, they're not necessarily called portholes, but you know what I'm talking about, like in like a yeah. sort of a castle structure, just small like windows. Yes, um, there are a few as you're going up, maybe about every twenty feet up the side, starting at about ten feet above ground level. Are, they're not they're they're not terribly wide. They're maybe about six inches wide by about a foot and a half tall. Oh, I need kind of arched at the top. I'm gonna send Slim Shady through one of them. We'll say the first one, 20 feet up. Okay, so for, through the first one, 20 feet up, uh, Slim Shady can go in, and it takes you pretty much right into a staircase that just goes around the outside, while the middle, uh, like on the inside of the staircase, is hollow. You can see all the way down to the dirt. You see all the way up. up. Anyone in here? Any sounds? Anyone shuffling around? Um, Slim Shady would need to do a perception check for sure, that Sure, she can thing. do that. Uh, 16. A 16? Uh, yes. Slim Shady does hear something going on at the top of the tower. No, I mean, that could be just the dude ringing the bell. Could be. But, I would, is she, is he, can I see, or just hear? Um, you can just hear from here. I mean, you are 20 feet up from the ground, so you've got another 130 feet vertical to the top of the tower. Well, I'm gonna take her to, 
I'm going to take her to as far as I can control her, which is 100 feet. Okay. Up. And see if she can make anything else out from up here. Um, you're going to stay. Oh, what was, that was a good 16. person. That was a 16. Okay. Um, yeah, we're just going to stay at that level of perception, so why have you re-roll it? Um, it definitely sounds like there's some sort of shuff like it sounds like someone's walking around and it sounds like there's some mumbling going on up there but it's too indistinct to make out what it is mm. or if it's multiple voices or just a single jack hole talking to himself and we're at your limit right now that's as far as i can have her go without me getting closer let's try to get in this place because i feel like if you're trying to observe an area clock tower would be a great place to do it from <laughs> does paradil express this out loud Hey guys, <laughs> or Felix specifically, bring back Slim Shady, and uh, what's everybody's uh, stealth abilities like? Not good. Okay. Felix, how stealthy are you feeling? Moderately stealthy. How about this for an idea? Jarrell, Felix, let's try to break into one of these doors. Discreetly. Discreetly, yes. Jarrell immediately says, Breaking and entering is illegal, young gnome. Well, you can just stand guard then. I will do no such thing. Hmm. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be one of these <laughs> kind of days. <laughs> yup. Wait. Damn it. Is the door barred <laughs> on the outside or the inside? Um... It's definitely barred on the outside, although you couldn't tell if there was any other kind of locks going on. I'm going to send Slim Shady down to inspect the door that we're in front of. Um, does appear that there's some sort of latch mechanism on the inside. Could I have her finagle it to see if maybe she could? Because she does, I mean, she does have like little claw hands, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I'm wondering if that would be enough for her to like, or even coil herself around it and lift it or do something with it to kind of get it to open. Sleight of wing. Slight of tiny hands. Does Slim Shady have a dexterity score of her own? Yes. Would Slim be able to make a dex check for me then? Yeah, I just rolled that. It's a 15. It's a 15. Um, it looks like Slim can, in fact, jimmy it open. Great. Now, now that Jarrell kind of knows what their plan is, I want him to again do another perception or investigation to Perfect. see if there's um any like guards or anything like that nearby okay 11 um you don't see anything but i mean it's it's a heck of a crowd around here do i see him trying to like look both ways like i mean he's probably like looking around right like i've got my head like up <laughs> like I'm kind of like shuffling slowly away from you. I'm going to use minor illusion to create like a soft sound of someone like whispering like, Oh, Felix, so good to see you. Come on in. And I'd be like, Oh, yeah. Hey, hello. And then just like, we'll, we'll all walk in. Okay. I like that. Can we leave um, your crew? Some of your crew behind? I got manservant yeah, and... Yeah, who do you have behind here? Manservant and um, Hans, the squire, are with me. And I'm still standing outside, because I'm not trusting this right now. Okay. So, all right. right. here. If you, uh, if you need to alert us, just uh, have Hans uh, start 
vamping on a cord. It's Franz, the soother, is not with us. Oh. <laughs> wait, no, just, I thought you said the minstrel. Wait, who did you no, say was with squire. us? squire. Oh, the squire. Okay, okay. I don't know, make a bird sound. I am not at all uncomfortable uncomf- with this. Listen, Terrell, you're stuck with us, okay? At this point, you're helping us. We know what we're doing. I'm going to roll a deception for that. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only an eight. It doesn't sound very convincing. Jarrell. <laughs> Kip gave you a job. Was Jarrell really going to dime them out? <laughs> Captain Kip gave you a job, Jarrell. We gotta, we gotta see this one through, and I think this is a pretty good, pretty good uh, setting for where we need to be right now. And I mean, that's a sixteen on persuasion. Okay. Well, I mean, what do I have? I mean, like as a character, how do I? You can roll an well, insight. I guess. Yeah, you can roll an insight against that. Four. All right. It seems relatively persuasive, but free will is still in your court. All right. I'm just going to, I mean, it's straight up, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much for the most part. So I'm not actually going to, he's not going to go in, but he's going to stand at the door. Okay. All right. So Felix and Peridil, are we headed in? I guess we're headed in. Jarrell, you're going to. Watch. Jarrell. Kind of standing guard, more or less against his better judgment. (laughs) Just give a pretty, pretty strong rapping at this, uh, at this door at the bottom if you see anything. He's considering it. Okay. (laughs) Stealth? Stealth. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Paradell, stealth uh, number. Eight. Felix? Nine. It's not great. You didn't <laughs> think either of you would have enough mass to really creak these stairs, but... Well, maybe you're surprisingly dense, or these stairs suck. Um, you might you might be hiding in shadows, but you are making a shit ton of noise on the way up. Okay. As we ascend the first fifty feet of this clock tower. Yeah. What do we come across? Should I do that Nothing. again? Nothing. You you go up fifty feet worth of stairs. Okay. Let's keep going up, I guess. Well, as, as quietly as we think we are being. Right. Because, you know, this is what we're able to muster right now. Well, do we want to send uh, Slim up? Oh, Slim up? Shady up. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'll send her up all the way to the top. I'll have her roll a stealth. Okay. Nice. 18. Yes. All right. There is, at the top of the tower, as you get to the top, there's a small room up there. Mm-hmm. It's actually, um, yeah, you enter uh, a small room. It doesn't look like there's a bell or anything in there, but it looks um, kind of like one of those... Um, you know, kind of attic doors where you go up the stairs and open a hatch right over the top there. Mm-hmm. And inside that appears to be rather modest living quarters. Um, like, there's a cot in the corner, um, a chair, a small table, a little, little kitchen area. And this is pretty much the, and the then top there's, floor? There's also a ladder that goes up from here. Okay. In the um, in the corner of the room, 
has Slim observed any any, yeah, any possible source of this this murmuring, this mumbling that we heard before? Mm, no, but uh, Slim can. Well, Slim is listening mm. and looking and looking, but can hear nothing now, and the room appears to be unoccupied. All right, senses back to my own. Gonna leave her okay. chilling up there. No one out there. Let's go. Let's do it cautiously. Cautiously. Okay. We're going to ascend another, I'd say, another 50 feet. Another stealth check for the next 50 feet. Paradel. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> Three in one episode. Twelve. <laughs> one of the stairs breaks under your feet with a loud crack. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, make a dexterity check. Uh, it's a uh, 19. 19. You deftly manage to catch with your hands the uh, stair above it as you are falling through the broken stair and pull yourself back up. Oh, boy. Okay. Good. <laughs> I stop there. Any reaction from above? Does I'm going to switch back to Slim. Does she hear anybody reacting to that sound? No. Okay. All right, be more careful, Paradell. Yeah, I'll try. All right. Yeah, I'll try. All right, we're going to go all the way to the top. All the way to the top, and you um, you enter the room. Mm-hmm. It is an empty room, just as uh, you were able to see through Slim. Right. So, no, so it's really just, as you said, living quarters, though. So there's, like, a bed, I'm yep. assuming. Um, is there a table, a nightstand, There's like um, There's a, a little nightstand uh, by the cot in the corner. Um, there's... You know, a small uh, table with two chairs. One of the chairs uh, appears to be a little bit dusty. The other one uh, looks like it's been used a little bit, though. Um, there's a small kitchen area in the corner where someone is prepared. What appear to be vegetables. Hmm. Some sort of vegetable medley for uh, his midday meal. Um, they're still sitting there, partially eaten. Okay. I'm going to send Slim... Like I'm gonna, I think we're gonna stand outside of the threshold of this room, and okay. send Slim up the ladder. Okay. Before uh, Slim gets to the ladder, someone starts coming down the ladder. Oh, it appears to be. Um, are you guys are in the room, or are you guys? No, we're outside. Like, you guys are outside the room. So Slim, um, deftly dodges out of the way as a. Man in very plain brown robes uh, descends the ladder. Hmm. Does he have any jewelry? Yeah, that was my question. No, it was my question. <laughs> I got this first. That was going to be my question. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> no. Damn it. The man has no jewelry of any kind whatsoever. In fact, he appears to be, um, he's a very old man in uh, sort of a very plain brown robe. Mm-hmm. The one thing uh, that Slim is able to notice is his eyes are both completely, like, they have no irises, they have no pupils, they're just white. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And he just walks right on past Slim Shady, like he doesn't even see her, and goes to the sable and sits down and resumes eating his lunch. Do you risk the assumption? <laughs> like, am I just going to assume he's blind and leave? Or, like, would I 
would I... I don't know, I'm curious. Information. Yeah, it's not really that kind of information. It's even going to help us. Uh, Peridol, Peridol perks his head around the corner of the threshold. Okay. Gets the guy in sight. Okay. I'm going to roll for insight. Is this man peaceful? Is he like wayfish? Can he fight? Is he maybe territorial or something like that? Okay. God damn it. Um, it's a six. I wouldn't it's even, old. I wouldn't even think to do that, so. Um, plain brown linen robes and sort of a white beard almost to, you know, the middle of his chest. You know, long white hair, although starting to go thin up top. You know, doing a lot of... He, he has the mannerisms of a blind man, where he's just looking straight ahead. Well, you know, he's not looking down at his dish while he's eating or anything like that. Whether or not he's peaceful or could fight, that's not immediately apparent. Would Although, f- would Felix be able to, like, n- take note of another magical person? I can roll an arcana, I suppose. But that's really only going to be like, I, does this person maybe look as if they are part, like, you know, yeah. have taken part in the magical arts. I'm doubting it, but I'll, I'll try it. Because he seems pretty plain. See that? You see that it slid off the eighteen? Yeah. And went to a fucking two. Got matching deuces. (laughs) No, I don't know shit. This guy. I mean, this guy might be the most non-magical dude you've ever seen. For all you know. All right. We need to get out of here. No. I mean, I rolled so badly on insight. I think. I don't feel good about this. Yeah, but you don't know that. Like your character (laughs) has no idea. I know, but as a player, I think that. I'm just gonna go for it. I don't know any better right now. Okay. So Wait. what are what are what are we doing? I'm gonna clear my throat. Alrighty <coughs> then. <clears> throat> huh? What's that? Oh my gosh, my ears don't work so well after hearing them bells. I hear something like a, a little peek under the DM's hood here. His uh, audible perception. Is actually, it's worse, but has been getting better ever since he rang the bell, as though his ears were ringing. Oh, okay. that makes complete sense to me. Yeah. All right, all right. Nice. Like, that that's the only reason he didn't hear you, is he'd recently rung the bells, and his perception was, like, not minus eight or something. Yeah, because you can't hear shit. Okay. No, no, after you ring bells like that, you can't hear a goddamn thing. So, huh? He turns his head... Not like he's looking at you, but like he's listening at you with his left ear. Mm-hmm. Sir, I hope you can pardon our extremely rude intrusion. But we we're trying to investigate. Hello? <laughs> Hello. My, my gosh, there really is a person there. Uh, two, actually. Well, I'll be. We heard there was a uh, an occupant in this clock tower that maybe was uh, in need. Is there anything we can get for you, sir? Not really. City generally sees to make sure that I'm pretty well taken care of up here, but I do definitely appreciate the company. Wow. I can't say I've had a visitor up here in... What year is it? 
<laughs> Good question. 1374. 1370. Carry the two. This would be a lot easier if I could see my hands to count on them. Uh, yes. I, 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 oh, at least 20 years. Wow. You've been up here by yourself for 20 years? Do you get out? Now, I can't say that I see the bazaar down there, but I can hear the sounds. Do you really think I would navigate it all that well? I, I didn't mean to assume anything about you, sir. No. I appreciate that you're not assuming anything about me, but I really am as blind as I look. Ah. It's okay. Well. I've, I've had a good 80 years to get used to it. Tell me, my good man, since we happen to find ourselves here having a conversation. Weird how the world works, isn't it? How well-versed would you say you are in the magical arts? Not a great deal. It's really tough to get versed in magical arts without reading. Mm. Fair. Yeah. It's a shame. I've heard good things about it. Unfortunately, it's really tough to do, well... I guess, what would you say? Um, speaking only magical classes? Mm. It's hard without the diagrams. Fascinating, though. No, I got to live more of a monastic lifestyle. I see. I see. Sir, I just want to cut to the chase here. We didn't come up to help anyone. We're here... That's disappointing. ...on an investigation. And now I'm undisappointed again. <laughs> Might be better than what you originally had come up here for. <laughs> Well, sir... What? Don't look at me like that. A guy likes a little excitement in his life. We're on the trail of, uh... A source of some dark arts. Dark arts. Is that a good phrasing? Sure. All right. Risky proposition to be doing dark arts in a town like this. Oh, I mean, we're not. We're trying to find someone who is using them and put a stop to it. A risky proposition for them, too. Do you know what they're doing down in the desert? Yeah. What to say? I can't see it. I've heard those noises. Anything doing the dark outs around here would get dead in a darn hurry. Right, but in pretty explodey fashion. We just we f we just we feel like we need to do the right thing here and and look into it because we we don't want anyone to get hurt. And we f have a feeling that if this goes unchecked, people could be hurt, and we don't want that. We don't want to see that happen. Oh, Dark Arts Unchecked would probably do that sort of thing. Right. <laughs> we want to kind of be proactive instead of reactive, if you know what I mean, sir. like where you're coming, but how do, um, how do me and my old uh, bell tower here get involved in this? Honestly, sir, I have no idea. So what you mean to tell me is you're seeking out a practitioner of Dark Arts who's competent enough at it to keep it hidden in a city like this, full of both magicians and scientists who would do unspeakably explodey things to him if he were caught. <laughs> and you don't have a plan. Felix looks <laughs> crestfallen. <laughs> and, he, but, and he's not afraid to show it because the man can't see him at least. Peridol puts his hand on Felix's shoulder. <laughs> 
in a comforting manner. <laughs> and he's just going to say, like, very dejected, like, yes, that's right. What we are looking for is leads. And despite your blindness, I hope you can offer us your experience in this area. Hmm. Well, I suppose you could look that use this as a bit of a lookout, but... <laughs> it's a little neither here nor there. I mean, it's probably a long way to look, especially if you don't know what you're looking for. What is your name, sir? I know it's really going to disappoint you in a town like this. It's just Joseph. It's a great name, Joseph. It's good to meet a Joseph. I am Felix, <laughs> and this is my friend Paradel. You weren't listening. It's just Joseph. Joseph the Just. Oh, Oh, excuse me. I, I apologize. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, just Joseph. I, I, I hope that maybe we can work something out. We'd be happy to bring you something in return for allowing us to use your bell tower as a lookout. Hmm. I've, I've had my lunch already today, but I have smelled something absolutely delightful out there. I think I know what you mean. <laughs> Do you think maybe you could bring it up here about noonish tomorrow for lunch? Sure, some some shore magic. Ooh, is or, that sorry, what it is? Shore magical. Yes. Ooh. Oh yeah, to die for. That really is the best name I've heard in a long time. Isn't it? No, I, 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 you know, I really don't know where they come up with this stuff. They were inspired. Yeah, they were inspired for sure. Hmm. I okay. don't see any evidence I, of this. Sounds like a deal. <laughs> it sounds like a great deal. A pleasure to meet you, Just Joseph. And a pleasure to meet you, too. Felix. Felix. And Paradil. Felix Fizzlebottom. Paradil Lincolnwoods. Good. Yes. Well, we will see you promptly tomorrow, then. We'll lock the door on our way out. It sounds good. And if you hear anything between now and then, please, keep it in mind. I will. Give your little friend up here my best. I will do that. And your big friend downstairs, too. <laughs> I will do that, too. Thank you. We'll also bring some supplies so I can repair the step I broke down there. Yeah, that might be for the best. I probably wouldn't be able to find it on my own. <laughs> yeah, that would be disastrous. <laughs> Slightly. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. All right, we got an ally. That's right. An ally, just Joseph. It sounded like a good name. Like, he... Like, I feel like he had a good monk background or yeah. something at some point long ago in his youth. I like these very plainly, but modest, but not so modest uh, qualifying terms we're adding in. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, they can't all be um, Toastaker, Von, uh, whatever his name was. Toastaker, Grundleplint. Grundleplint the third. Toasty McGriddlefucker. Sometimes you get a big grandiloquent name. Sometimes it's just Joseph. <laughs> yeah. All right. All so right, we so descend. Descending the tower. Yeah. Do be careful of the stairs. And um, you guys do make it to the bottom of the tower without incident. Well, Phil and Jarrell. Yes. Jarrell just looks at you. You have an odd way of making friends. But see, that's the thing. We always make friends. Not always. Except for maybe Shalandria. <laughs> and Kip. And Warden Kragar. 
And as you continue the list, we just wander off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that, yes, and you. Okay. I see the end of this episode now. It's the three of you, your backs, you know, uh, you know, to the camera, walking away from the camera, while Felix just continues to list this list of names of people who aren't friends with the group. Because <laughs> that should fill in the amount of time it takes us to get back to the end. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So that's been our episode for the week. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, I, I could do stuff, but there's something about Twitter and I can barely read, so I'm going to let Francesco cover that part. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to our show. If you really like what you heard, you can find us all of them social media stuffs. We're on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Reddit. Just search the Hapless Heroes. We're just at Hapless Heroes on Twitter. I, I'll be honest with you, I'm, on, I'm more active on Twitter than I am with anything else, and I used to never use Twitter at all. But I think it's a, been a great community to like meet a lot of our fans and engage with a lot of our fans. So like, yeah, like hit us up. Speaking of that, and speaking of people who have been hitting us up on Twitter, we actually had uh, had some fan art submitted to us um, last oh, yeah. week. Yeah, Yo, that, that really awesome. did. Literally, well, okay, I can't. I, I'm probably not literally since my brain is still in its brain pan. So it figuratively blew my mind, but in a very big way. Yeah. So I want to say a thank you to. Now I'm going to pronounce this in because I, I'm Italian, so I'm going to pronounce it in the Italian way, but if I'm butchering your name, I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh, Cecia, that's C-E-C-I-A. Uh, so it's at Cecia underscore Dovana on Twitter. And when you had described the image of Zero in like that tiny lab coat. C-I-C-I-A? C-E-C-I-A. C-C-I-A? It's going to be C-C-I-A, it could be Cecia, because like it's a C-E in Italian, it's Che. Um, and like, I know that. Yeah, like, okay, this okay. Seems like a, I don't know, I'm assuming. I'm assuming a lot. Okay. But whatever. Let's hydro bets either Chechia or Cecia. Yeah. Or, you know, just tweet at us and tell us what it is. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then anyways. just keep talking to us because we like interacting with you and the rest of our audience. But yeah, she drew that. She drew Zero in this tiny lab coat. I, I, nothing in my life that I have ever done up to this point has been so cool that someone did art of it. Yeah. So, like, we super appreciate you. And, like, thank you for sharing that. And, like, you know, any other artists out there, feel free to, like, just draw some stuff because we get it. We just we think it's awesome. Also, next, tweet us uh, NPC character. Yeah. So I'm going to start doing this thing. I know it's a Patreon reward, but, like, and we have a Patreon. I should say. You know, patreon.com slash heroes but like one of our like smaller rewards like for a smaller donation was you can uh, submit an NPC name or like a shop name and stuff like that but like we kind of want to set this thing get more people listening engage the audience I'll come up with some other reward for patreon but and people who are already subscribing like well I'll get, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get at you but we want to we want to engage the audience we want you guys to be a part of this show even more than you already are so like we want to know like what like you know Give us some silly names for NPCs. Stores. Have you gone crazy, Fran? You're knocking the price down of an NPC name to free? That's right, because I'm not a capitalist motherfucker. That's a deal. There is, however, a bit of a difference. See, our Patreon backers, and if you continue to do that, give us NPC names, and we will actively seek to put that NPC name into play. Anybody else who's submitting NPC names, they go into... The Bucket. (laughs) <laughs> where eventually one of us may need to reach into the bucket to pull out an NPC name. We're not actively seeking it. There's no guarantee this name ever comes out of the bucket. But it's still a good tool for us to have, and we would appreciate very much your contributions in this manner. That's right. And also, lastly but not least, I should say, 
if you really, really like the show, you should leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice, iTunes, Stitcher, you know, wherever you're listening to us. You should put us a little heart on uh, on Podbean. Maybe leave a little comment like Lorna Moonhaven did. Yeah, it's a wonderful fan we have there. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally home. not the Dungeon Master's girlfriend. No, but she, yeah, as I say, she seems to have a qu- quite a fondness for the DM. <laughs> quite a fondness for the DM, so. Okay, me. What a highly sp- suspect thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, please, we really appreciate the feedback, and uh, that's that's all I got. And also, once more, once more time, congratulations to James on his beautiful new baby girl. We can't wait to have him back here, though. And if you really, really like us, I think you should just go out, you know, don't worry about naming rights, just open up a branch of uh, Shawarm Magical, please. Because I would love to be out and seeing that as a, as a storefront. <laughs> All rights reserved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that has been our episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave, and I have been your nascent celebrity dungeon master and host for this evening. Going around our table to outro us, we'll start from our left. We have Parada Lincoln Woods, portrayed by Zach. So long now. We have Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. Goodbye. And we have Jarrell, played by John. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.